are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Giants Baseball, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspic, and on this show, we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. I'm a former contributor for the baseball statistics and analysis websites Beyond the Box Score and Rotographs. I've been podcasting about the Giants since 2015, and I'm a lifelong fan. Join walking baseball encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors, both present and past. Featuring exciting guest interviews, routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts, and insightful analysis of the day's biggest stories. Locked On MLB is the single best source for daily baseball talk. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Anyway, coming up on this show today, we are going to talk about the Giants taking two out of three against the Phillies. And really, what we're actually mostly going to talk about is three things we learned this weekend with the Giants winning those two out of three against the Phillies and some other stuff, some roster moves, John Brebbia being added to the roster, and he did pitch. He threw the last pitch of this game on Sunday. But for me, the number one thing, the number one takeaway as the Giants won two out of three here is that the Giants are pretty clearly one of the very best teams in the National League. And you might be thinking, well, duh, they have the best record in the league. They've been in first place for almost two months. But let's not lose sight of the fact that they came into this season with very low expectations from the mainstream. On this show, we predicted they would go 86 and 76. And honestly, at this point, I'm taking the over even on that. But the the Vegas odds was like 75 and a half wins for the Giants. And so we got to keep that in mind. Like, So we can't just say, okay, the Giants have so far kind of run away with this division. Therefore, they're going to continue to run away with this division. Like the Dodgers and Padres are looming. And in fact... I mean, those three teams, I can make a strong case that they are the best teams in the National League. Yeah, now that I look at this, those are the three best records in the National League. They're all in the National League West. But I have to tie this in with Gabe Kapler and the Giants playing the Phillies. So I've kind of harped on this a lot, but I just have to do it again because this is the last time we're going to see the Phillies this year unless somehow... These two teams meet in the playoffs. But frankly, that's unlikely. And the reason I think it's unlikely is because I think the Phillies don't have what it takes to get there. Giants may very well go to the postseason, but I don't know if I see that for this Phillies team that has just been in the same situation over and over for the last few years, just right around 500, maybe a game or two below. So I just have to say The Phillies and their media and their fans ran Gabe Kapler out of town thinking basically that he was to blame for their flaws. But then with the Giants, Gabe Kapler has taken a team that people saw to be way inferior and 
helped them be 46 and 26 here this season. So I'm just going to back this up with some numbers. I'm not just going to harp on Kapler and the Philly stuff this whole time, but let's talk a little bit about some of the overall numbers for the San Francisco Giants. By Fangraph's wins above replacement by their position players, Giants are second in the National League, right on the heels of the Los Angeles Dodgers, with 14 wins above replacement by their position players. Dodgers are at 14 and a half. The next closest NL team is the Padres at 9.7. The offense just went on an absolute tear in this series. Mike Yastrzemski is kind of breaking through some of his early season struggles. He hit uh, a couple of home runs in this series. And of course, he had that magical grand slam just a few days ago against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Buster Posey is having an all-star caliber season. Like He is probably going to start the all-star game at the catcher position. Brandon Crawford broke through again. He was in a little bit of a slump, but then on Sunday kind of broke through, had a home run, and then he very nearly missed a second home run. So he's got 16 on the season. His career high in a whole year is 21, and he's got about 90 games left to hit five more home runs to match a career high. Steven Duggar continued to be really quite good. So he, he's he been an amazing story. And Brandon Belt, despite, again, early season struggles, he has kind of broken out lately. Wilmer Flores has broken out lately. He hit a couple home runs on Sunday. So these numbers are legit. Like the Giants are not just fluking their way to the success that they've had. At this point, the sample is pretty darn large. We're almost halfway through a full 162 game season. The Giants are clearly one of the top offensive teams in the game. And we know what they've done from a pitching standpoint as well. And that's going to be the second thing we learned this weekend for me is going to be about Sammy Long joining this rotation and having a lot of promise in that spot. But overall, from a pitching perspective, the Giants have the fourth best earned run average in all of Major League Baseball at 3.32. By their starting pitchers, they're at 3.23, which is fifth best. Relievers, almost shockingly, and this is going to be the third thing we learned about the bullpen being remade and guys like John Brebbia joining in, but the Giants' bullpen ranks sixth in Major League Baseball in earned run average. Defensively, also, they've been really good. So, like, when you add it all up, it's like, oh, that should be the best team in the league, and in fact, they are. So it's kind of amazing, given they didn't tear down, they didn't have to wait for all their top prospects to arrive. Farhan Zaidi, Gabe Kapler, his staff, have made this team into a juggernaut from the depths of despair where they were a few years ago. So anyway, coming up next, we will talk about one of these young players who is a bright spot for the future amidst so much uncertainty about who's going to be on this Giants team next year, and that's Sammy Long. So we'll talk about that next. But first, stressed, tired, just don't feel like cooking? Food that's fast doesn't have to be fast food. Freshly offers quality meals without the hard work of prepping, cooking, and cleaning. And honestly, for me, this is a godsend because I can't handle any of that, prepping, cooking, or cleaning when it comes to making 
meals. Freshly offers chef-made, nutrient-packed, delicious meals delivered fresh to your door, no cooking required. Grocery shopping and cooking can be a pain, totally, especially right now. And with Freshly, you don't have to. Your meals arrive cooked and fresh every week so you can keep your fridge stocked and skip the trip to the store. Right now, Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off your first two orders when you go to Freshly.com slash locked on. Stop stressing about dinner. Go to Freshly.com slash locked on for $40 off your first two orders. That's Freshly.com slash locked on for $40 off your first two orders. Did you know that decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year? In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. Team up with Wealthfront instead. They can create a portfolio of globally diversified low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you can control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB to get started today. All right, as promised, we're going to talk about the second thing we learned this weekend. And for me, it is about Mr. Sammy Long. We all know his incredible story. Maybe you don't, actually, but it is quite a story. Basically, he quit baseball and was going to be a firefighter, but then decided to give it another shot. Had a video that he put out on the internet, and the White Sox took notice, signed him, he was with their organization, but then uh, they let him go or he reached minor league free agency, whatever it was. He became available and the Giants signed him to a minor league deal. So then in spring training, he was quite impressive, goes to the minor leagues, dominates, and then here he is, boom, at the major league level. And this is going to be a little bit of a tangent, but that's one of the great things about this Giants front office is that they reward performance. If you prove to them that you are capable of playing at the major league level. Basically, if you go to the minor leagues and dominate, they are going to give you a shot. I don't know. It's not something that every team does. Giants do this. I mean, they give their guys a shot. So the context here is that the Giants starting rotation to enter, you know, entering the year was made up of a bunch of guys who had a lot of upside, but were all veterans who we're going to reach free agency at the end of the season. And that's still true to a large extent. When we talk about Kevin Gosman, Anthony DiSclefani, Alex Wood, Aaron Sanchez, and Johnny Cueto, all five of those guys are going to reach free agency at the end of the year. So there was like a little bit of panic among some Giants fans. And for legitimate reason, like what the heck is the rotation going to be next year? Do they really want to have to fill this entire rotation from scratch going into next offseason when they also may have openings at catcher with Posey 
potentially reaching free agency. There is a club option on his contract, but it is an expensive one. It seemed like a no-brainer to decline, but now that's more of a question. And then Belt is reaching free agency, as is Brandon Crawford. So you're talking about three pillars of your organization plus an entire starting rotation. So these were legitimate questions, and that is why, and we talked about this, it's a long season. You're going to see some guys debut, and you're going to see maybe they're going to slot into your rotation next year. Logan Webb would have that opportunity. Tyler Beatty may still have that opportunity. And guys like Sammy Long kind of coming out of nowhere. So all that to say, if somebody like a Sammy Long can step up and kind of prove that they belong in a major league rotation moving forward, Sammy Long is under club control for up to six seasons. You know, that's how it works when you make your major league debut with a team. They can they have control to your rights for six years, six full kind of service time years. And so that's why if a Sammy Long can prove he belongs in a major league rotation, they can bring him back next year. And, and, on, and the contract would be major league minimum salary. So with that in mind, Giants are hoping, you know, some guys can step up and claim some of these rotation spots. I'm sure they'd be fine if all of their veteran guys were great, but currently they've had some poor performance recently. Alex Wood hasn't done so well recently. And they've had injuries like Logan Webb is hurt. Aaron Sanchez is hurt. So anyway, Sammy Long's first two major league appearances weren't actually starts. They were opened by Zach Littell and then Long came in and did long relief. But anyway, on Sunday, he actually made his first major league start. And it started off a little bit rocky. He was falling behind in counts in the first inning a lot, but then went on to just end up having a really nice start where he goes six innings, two earned runs, four hits, just one walk, and he struck out six. He didn't have a strikeout for the longest time, but then he ends up with six on the day. And my goodness, his curveball is just a really quality pitch. And the Phillies were just not able to really do anything with that pitch and he can flip it in there for a strike, you know, to steal a strike in the first pitch of an at-bat. Or he can strike you out with it, throwing it below the zone. He's also able to kind of cruise in the low 90s, but get up to the mid-90s as well with that fastball. And then mix in an occasional change-up, which is also, you know, he got good results on that pitch also. So anyway, on the season, Sammy Long has now thrown 15 innings in three games. And... He has a 420 ERA, and you might look at that and go, eh, he's not been so good. However, the peripherals for Sammy Long are screaming that better results are coming. And I think we can see that with our own eyes. It's like, wow, he's been quite impressive, but he does have a 420 ERA. But like, okay, so what I'm seeing here, first of all, minuscule walk rate, 5.3%, 1.8 walks per nine. He's also kept the ball in the ballpark for the most part. He did give up a home run on Sunday, but that was the only home run he's allowed in those 15 innings. Strikeout rate, 28%. That is above the major league average, which is around 23-ish percent. So his FIP is actually 2.50, almost two runs better. His expected ERA based on strikeouts, walks, and then quality of contact, StatCast data stuff, is 2.18. He's basically pitched 
to we would expect results in the mid twos essentially or low threes that's how good he's been era is a little bit bloated but moving forward there's just no doubt he's earned continued opportunities in that starting rotation so that is a huge development and like i said we're not even halfway through the season so we could continue to see major league debuts like this and see if there are guys who are going to prove that they belong in that Giants rotation next year. And that is that would be a huge development for this team. So Sammy Long, 25 years old, going to turn 26 on July 8th. He is in the rotation for now, and that is a very good thing for him. Great opportunity for him, and it's a very good thing for this team. So coming up next, the third thing we learned this weekend, it's about the Giants bullpen. We learned that John Brebbia is here, and we've also learned about some of these new guys in the pen and what their performance has been like and that it's been overall very positive for the Giants. Next, I want to talk about the delicious-tasting Built Bar. They've got 18 amazing flavors, including nut and nut-free flavors. All bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. It is amazing that the Built Bar really tastes like a candy bar, but what astonished me as someone who doesn't like to eat a lot of sugar is just how low in sugar these Built Bars are, especially considering the taste. So they're great for a health-conscious person. Just looking through some of the nutrition facts, they're all high in protein. We're talking 17, 18, 19 grams of protein. And low in sugar, we're talking 4 or 5 grams of sugar. And they're low in calories as well. Built Bar has reset the promo code for this relaunch. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, as promised, the third thing we learned this weekend, it's about the Giants' bullpen for now. I mean, it's just been pretty much completely remade. And the latest addition was John Brebbia, who was added to the roster prior to Sunday's game. In order to get John Brebbia onto the roster, they had to clear a 40-man spot and a spot on the Major League roster. So to clear a spot on the 40-man roster, they put Aaron Sanchez on the 60-day injured list. So he hasn't pitched, I think, since like May 4th, and so it's retroactive to that date. So Sanchez is not going to be eligible to come back for another couple of weeks. He was recently making a rehab start and came out with a blister issue. So that stinks for Aaron Sanchez because he has dealt with blisters for a long time. He's missed a lot of time in his career with blisters. They're obviously a really bad injury for a starting pitcher or just a pitcher in general because you need those fingertips. You know, if you have a blister on your fingertip on your throwing arm, it's just you can't throw at all. So that really stinks for Aaron Sanchez, but that's that's the move the Giants made that that opens up a 40-man spot. And then they said, hello, John Brebbia, you're on the 40-man roster. But then they had to open up a spot on the Major League roster too. And to do that, they optioned Connor Menez, who had pitched on Saturday and given up a bunch of runs. So Menez had struggled recently. He went two innings, gave up five earned runs, six hits, two walks, five earned runs. So anyway, Menez is out and John Brebbia is in. And now when I look at this Giants bullpen, we're talking Zach Littell, Dominic Leone, John Brebbia and Jimmy Scherfe are all in this Giants bullpen. These are all guys 
who did not start the year with the major league team. They are all, however, guys who joined the Giants in the offseason on small little deals. John Brebbia was a major league signing, but the others that I just mentioned were minor league free agents. So as I look at John Brebbia, he actually even has minor league options. So he is that was a really savvy pickup, in my opinion, to get John Brebbia because he's under club control for multiple seasons. He can be, yeah, controlled through the 2023 season. So Brebbia is likely going to be a part of this bullpen moving forward. And he also has that, has that option ability. So if he struggles a little bit, he can be sent to the minors. That is actually quite you know, it's quite a valuable thing. But hopefully he's good enough that you don't need to use those minor league options. But anyway, the Giants bullpen now, Tyler Rogers, Jake McGee, Zach Littell, Dominic Leone, uh, Harleen Garcia, John Brebbia, Jimmy Scherfe, and Jose Alvarez. You know, as I look at that, that to me, that is a good bullpen. Like there's not a single guy that I just named that I would feel uncomfortable with coming into a game at any point, really. Like, I know some people have been hard on Jose Alvarez, but, you know, we turn around and he's got a 3.38 earned run average on the season. And this is a guy I've defended till I'm blue in the face. He has been so consistent in his career. If you just look year after year after year after year after year after year, since 2014, he has not had an ERA above 3.88 in an entire season. And... It's frequently been better than that. He's got a career 3.58 earned run average. Just a solid player, throws strikes. That was his problem early on, but he's corrected that, and he's been solid and reliable lately. And if he's kind of your low-leverage lefty guy, that is a good low-leverage lefty guy. Harleen Garcia, I guess maybe, to me, he's weird. I mean, if you look at the numbers, the strikeout rate has just shot up this year. So he's kind of been up and down. He's been great and he's been bad. So I'm still kind of on the fence a little bit there. But let's look at even just Dominic Leone because we haven't talked about him much, but he is here and he is here to stay, it seems. He's pitched in nine games for the Giants and he's allowed two earned runs. And of course, that, you know, 1.86 ERA is not what we expect moving forward. But just looking across the numbers, They're just solid across the board. Strikeout rate is good. Walk rate is good. Called plus swinging strike rate is good. He's gotten a lot of ground balls, which is a little bit unorthodox for him. But, you know, expected ERA of 2.90, FIP of 3.17. So just solid numbers from Dominic Leone. And, you know, the Giants for a long time were struggling to get any production out of their right-handed relievers. So I want to talk about John Brebbia finally in a second. But first, I want to mention Jake McGee. He's a guy that we were, you know, he was melting down with somewhat alarming frequency. But lately, he's turned it around again, and he's been quite solid. So you look you look up, and he's got a 3.38 ERA on the season with solid peripherals, too. Expected ERA just 2.81. FIP is a little higher, but that is based on a home run rate that is hopefully higher than what he's going to do moving forward. So John Brebbia, I've mentioned this before. He's coming off Tommy John surgery. He hadn't pitched in a major league game since 2019, but he's back. He made it back, so congratulations to him. He made 
his Giants debut. I thought this was a good thing. From Kapler, honestly, the one of the few criticisms I've had of Gabe Kapler is that when the Giants add a new pitcher to their major league roster, he doesn't use them right away. Like we've often seen guys come to the Giants and then sit on the bench for like four days before they debut. I would think they want to get it out of the way so they can settle in, feel like they're a part of the team. Like Bruce Bochy did that, and I, I thought that that was a, a good quality that he had. So I was really happy that they used John Brebbia to close out this game on Sunday. And he pitched a 1-2-3 inning. He kind of stumbled a couple times, but looked good. I think his velocity looked good. You know, the pit, the slider looked good. So I'm really excited to have John Brebbia on this team. He's got a career 3.12 earned run average in 176 innings. He's been a quality strikeout pitcher. He's been a strike thrower. There's just not a lot to complain about when you look at the track record of John Brebbia. So the Cardinals had non-tendered him because they basically maybe just didn't want to pay his salary as he rehabbed from Tommy John surgery. But the Giants pounced on that opportunity and he's here and he's under club control, like I said, for a few seasons and he can be optioned. So I really like John Brebbia on this Giants team. The wait is over. He's here and hopefully here to stay. So anyway, we learned a lot this weekend. There's probably a lot more we could even talk about. How about this? Today, enforcement begins on the sticky substance stuff. So guys can start being suspended if they have sticky substances on their person. So anyway, that's going to be a fascinating thing to watch moving forward. We'll talk more about that at some point. Coming up tomorrow, we're going to do a mailbag. Giants are off today. So look out for a prompt on Twitter. You can follow me there, at Ben Kaspic. That's K-A-S-P-I-C-K, if you want to submit a question for tomorrow's mailbag. If you like this show, please consider rating it or leaving a review. It helps me out tremendously. So thank you so much in advance, and thank you so much to everyone who's done so already. I can't wait to be with you again tomorrow. So until then, we'll see you next time.